Hi, I'm Molly. And I'm Matt. And we are Growing, Growing Into, into love. love. Today's topic is all about marriage. Where does marriage originate from? The pressures of getting married in a relationship and whether this is truly a sign of love and commitment. Okay, so to start our podcast today, I really just want to go on a little trip down memory lane back into history about where does marriage originate. So before the 1870s, couples wed to make political alliances. It was used to raise capital, to expand the workforce and for a whole array of practical purposes. It was a ceremony literally to pass the ownership of woman from one man to another to have her as property, hence the changing of names, for instance. So bearing this in mind, that it was there kind of as a business deal, as a contract between people, this is, raises a lot of interest within me and is something that I really wanted us to talk about today. So for you, Matt, how do you feel about marriage? Where does that stem from within you? What are your feelings around it within a relationship? Off you go. Uh, <laughs> uh, will you marry me? Just <laughs> <laughs> get married right now on this podcast. Um, well, uh, yeah, I think the first start to this is like always kind of asking where does it come from where does it stem from why do I do what I do why do we believe what we believe and wow has that gotten me into some not I wouldn't say arguments because like I really just try to not avoid but like I just try to communicate through that but like man asking deeper questions has really kept me on the outskirts of life with a lot of people, but now coming to Bali and living here has really brought me to a group of people that think on these levels. So I was, I was out at sea for quite a while, but one of the things that I asked myself, obviously in my research of love is like, why, why do we get married? Hmm. And that's why I got you to research because I was like, do you know when marriage started? But let's look at that. 1870. It's 150 years old. That's we've only been getting married for love over the last 150 years. What? Canada, I think, is 152 or something. You know, or 153. So, you know, Canada's only three years older than how long we've been getting married for love. But what's so crazy is that if you ask people why they get married, they say because of well, because we love each other. It's like, do you know that only has been happening for the last 150 years? People haven't been doing this. This was out of a contract. This was, this was a way to alliance your family for generations. This is why um, this is so serious in the kingdom of your country. Mm. It's purely on alliances. Mm -hmm. And so it would, we would get married out of business contracts. And... Here's a stat for you to research later on, my lady, is actually a lot more arranged marriages are more successful than out of love. What? What is going on here? Why are we just doing things without knowing why we're doing things? This is incredible to think about. And I think just to touch on that, like a big thing is like tradition. Like, because it's tradition, people just do it. Like, my mum did it, my dad did it, my grandfather did it. Like, it's tradition, it's, it shows this united front. But 
what I find really interesting is with this tradition and this traditional values, like within vows, the, the vows that we actually say, the, the woman still says, and it, it changes in different relationships, but if you're going back to real tradition, is to honour and obey. So they're actually vowing to honour and obey, and where that comes from is, it's I'm no longer honouring and obeying my father and my brothers, I'm now changing that honouring and that obeying to my now husband. Whereas the man says, I'll love and cherish you. So I find it's really interesting that the wording that we speak, how much thought is actually going into that and how much is it just, well, yeah, it's tradition and I really like tradition and, and coming from England, tradition's massive, you know, it's so huge. Um, it's traditional to get married in a church and to say these vows and to have this music and within that comes a lot of pressure when you're in a relationship to, to actually walk down the aisle. But what how much thought is actually given to these vows and like i say i know people do change these vows now and they put their own spin on it but actually like if you look at like a, a humanist wedding or like a human humanitarian wedding where they can say whatever it is that they want that's not actually recognized in england yet you still have to go to a register you, regi- have, to you, ha- you have to say oh certain things God. within the tradition to actually get it recognized so you still have to go to the registry office and you still have to declare that you know, you're know you legally bound to each other. And to me, that's still that sign of contract. I'm still saying words that is basically me saying, I submit to you, I surrender, I honor, I obey you. And I just think it's fascinating because how, like you say, how much thought is actually going into this? How much are we just saying, oh, this is really nice and it's really fancy and I get to have my big day and my big wedding day and it's all beautiful. But you're saying words that actually stem from a place of you saying, I'm actually just going to obey and submit to you. Yeah, the uh, deep sleep that the population is often caught in. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, I honestly hope I'm, we're triggering someone right now. Because, I really think we are. <laughs> <laughs> because this is a big pain point and this is a lot of pressure for a lot of people, especially women. They have so much pressure to... Uh, be at a certain thing it's, and you hopefully the listeners that are listening to this point it's like what are we doing with life are we just trying to get these checkpoints it's like do this like um I term I coined the term um, next steppers so I was so blessed to see this term with my brother and his relationships and I would often see that his love was just trying to get to the next step so it's like, I love you, I love you. It's like the first one to say, I love you. And then they got to top it. So it's like, I love you more. And then they try to express it to them more. And then it's like, okay, let me express it in terms of uh, maybe a bracelet or a necklace. And then it's like, oh, it's not enough. Okay, let me express it. And I've organized us to get professional couples pictures. And now we're going to put us up all around the house and and by the way this if you do this it doesn't mean that you're unconscious or you're not being aware but again it comes down to are we aware of our actions and so then they would go and now it's time to get an animal because we got to share our love with each other and so a house like a sharing the space together is a yes, big one yes i skipped that step i see i'm really trying to get to that next step <laughs> i know all the steps being yeah. a woman <laughs> yeah and then it then it goes to um now you're living together what do you do 
you get married now and then what do you do? You need to have a honeymoon and then what do you do? You need to have kids and then what do you do? You need to have more kids and then what do you do? Which I see my auntie in so deeply is that now her kids have to have kids and, and, and to what extent does it stop? Where does the next step stop? And what are you trying to head towards? That's the better question. Now, if you have the um, ability to become aware of like why you're doing what you're doing and you can have a direct reason beyond because that's just what you do, well then that's okay. And I'm not here to say what is okay or what's not okay, by the way. Like to keep, for my brother, I was like, I, kept, I actually, after a while, I kept cheering him on. I'm like, yeah, I would say it to the girlfriend. I would say, oh, yeah, you, I don't know. You guys need to get like an animal or something pretty soon here. <laughs> like, what do you guys do? What, are you guys thinking about getting married? Like, I would put this pressure on him as a, like an older brother does to a younger brother. Like, just to like probe it because to see how like unconscious this is, you know? Like, this is like, they're just getting to the next step. But like, if you're also just working to work you know it's like alan watts has this beautiful contemplation where he has these people that are fed from school from elementary school then to secondary school then to college then to maybe university then to their phd then to the the race to the top of the building and the corporate ladder you know to find themselves empty and I, I've observed this quite often, and I think that this ladder is still, is also available in the love game. And, you know, this, this is uh, something to really be mindful of. It's like, you know, true, true love doesn't need anything. I, I don't know, I, I'm, I'm all obviously still learning about love very deeply, but like, I think love doesn't, love doesn't need these items to represent the depth of love it doesn't need these all these things that i see so many people do that had often put me off of getting in a relationship because of all these things that i've seen and i'm like but this is what i wanted my version of love you know and that's someone else's version of love and you could argue that like well you're not you're not thinking of the most symbolic thing and it's not that I, I often leave my mind open like maybe getting married one day too that might be a thing that may be a thing but like you know I, I'm gonna really think about it if that is something I want in my life but it hasn't been something I've contemplated as I haven't been sold and especially when people are spending you know a lot of their money on this day hmm. And then they spend all this money on this day for it to go away. And this comes down to, I, I always love these type of conversations. And unfortunately, a lot of people that I want to have them with won't have them with me. But like, could you not just read the power of now and start to understand the, what our mind does with the future moments and how like you're going to cast this, this fish or you're going to cast your bait to this future moment, two years down the line, which bless your heart, one of your friends is doing right now, uh, for for her whole being to this day, for it to kind of be like almost anticlimactic, mm. for it to just kind of be over and then what? And the thing is like, I think it is really important to note that 
this is not saying like we're against marriage and that everyone who gets married is like unconscious or that it's not a sign of love because I've been to many weddings. Yeah, I cry too. at many yeah. weddings. It's a very serious uh, feeling. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's and a really serious feeling. You really do feel the love between the two, you know, when it's when you're at a wedding and, and you can witness that. And for me to witness love in other people is just beautiful. And growing up with parents that are deeply in love and that have married and they've talked about their special day, you know, and um, how much it meant to them. And, and this, again, for me, I'm not saying that I'm never going to marry. I'm not saying, but what I am saying is that for me, even from a young age, I, I wasn't one of those girls that planned my big day. You know, all of my friends were like, okay, I'm going to have this dress and I'm going to get married at this location from, like, a, such a young age because it's programmed yeah, into us. Yeah, I was just going to say, where is that coming yeah, from? Yeah, like, it's programmed yeah. into us by a certain age to get married and to have this certain day. And But who is it for? Like, it, what I would question is, would you still go to those extremes and to, to all of that if it was just you two there on uh. that day? <laughs> Or are you doing it as a show? Like, why do you need to show your love so much? Why, why do you need this big display of, of love? Because actually, if you stripped all that away and you just really wanted to have that contract between each other, that legal binding, and to have the same name, then why wouldn't you go to a foreign country, just you two, without telling anyone, without letting... Which people do. People do do this. Um, and just get married because that is what you truly, truly want. Or are you just doing it because that's what people do it's it's a moment for you to really be in the limelight it's a moment to show how much you're loved and that you love and it's a it's a big you know mass display of your relationship and this is what I thought long long about because I remember when I was probably about eight years old and my friends would like dress up and they put like veils on and at school they would have like fake weddings or like you know like like kids play about you know and I was always like this is just weird and like I say I come from a family and everyone's married in my family my grandparents my my parents and very happy very successful relationships I don't have anything against marriage I've seen really successful marriages but for me I was like why is this not clicking like why why do I still not like have this need like all these other girls around me have and then I watched an interview with the actress Goldie Hawn and they said and she's been with she'd been with Kurt Russell for a long time by this point maybe like 20 years or something and the interviewer asked her like why why do you decide not to get married like why have you not got married after you've been together 20 years and she said I really like the fact that every day I wake up and I have a choice I have a choice whether to stay or whether to leave and I'm not legally bound, like bound to him. And the same for him. So actually, it makes our love stronger. Now, Goldie Hawn has already been married twice before and had unsuccessful marriages. So maybe that's, that, that's where it comes from within her. Now, she's been with Kurt Russell for 37 years and they've not been married. And she says that the fact that she didn't get married has been the main reason why they've stayed together. And she says like intention is key and choice is key. You know, and I was like, whoa, I love that. Like, I really like the fact that I can be with somebody and every day have a choice to be with that person or to leave. And it doesn't stem from like a commitment place because it's not like I'm afraid or scared of commitment. I actually find a lot of security within commitment and it's, it's a big value to me, um, that loyalty and that commitment to a person. 
but what I what was kind of grinding against me was the fact that okay so to show that you love me I need a contract and I need a ring I need something outside of myself to show that this is real love and that this is what love is and this is so challenging for a girl because I was in a relationship for seven years and after about three of those years, I started getting pressure from people around me. So when are you going to get married then? Do you think he's going to propose to you? Oh, when do you think he's going to propose? And my reaction would, I'd laugh. And I'd be like, no chance. And they'd be like, well, what would you say if he asked you? And I'm like, first of all, he wouldn't. And second of all, like, I'd say no, because like, I'm not in that place in myself. And I've really reflected on this and I've thought about this <clears throat> within our relationship. And... Um, like I say, I think weddings and ceremonies and coming together, it's so beautiful. But what is the need behind having a contract? What is the need for standing up and saying a few words? And something that happened maybe like a month or so ago, um, Matt came home from the gym. He'd been listening to one of his podcasts um, and these tend to provoke things within him. And he actually came back and he gave me a flower and he said, this is like my commitment flower to you. And, you know, that actually meant more to me in that moment in time than him getting down on one knee and offering me a ring. So for me, personally, I love that I have a choice every day to be with you and I love that you choose me every day. And it's so easy for us to walk away from each other because we don't have to worry about... You know how long a divorce takes? like, And how much a divorce costs? And it's absolutely insane, but... You know, we, we bind ourselves into these contracts and are we really giving it much thought? And another thing that I've seen within a lot of my friends and the people that I'm around, so I'm, I'm 26 now, so it's kind of the age where a lot of my friends are getting engaged or they're getting ready to get married. And deeply from the bottom of my heart, I'm genuinely really happy for them because that's what they want. And that's what they say they want. And that's, you know, that's kind of the life that they've, they've had in their mind since they were eight years old or seven years old. But what I've also noticed is, is this pressure that's put on men. So it's like, it, we've been together three, four, five years now. If you don't propose to me within the next year, I'm leaving you. Well, then I'd question, where's the love? Like, if you need a contract and you need a ring to show that that person is committed to you and that loves you, then is this really a marriage out of love or is it a marriage out of a contract, out of a business deal? I've given you three to five years, now you need to give me this contract in order for us to, to carry this on, because otherwise I'll leave you. Yeah, and this is not a solution at all. Um, uh, love, with, uh, love with ultimatums, mm -hmm. love with confinements, love with boxes, um, which is just absolutely not going to work for someone like me. <laughs> yeah. I'm such a free bird, uh, open, you know, human, open-minded. So confining that and putting that pressure, it's like a ticking time bomb. It's like, hello, are you going to marry me yet? Hello. It's like, like what, what, like I, 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 I remember this pressure that my ex-girlfriend used to put on me. Hence, I mean, now looking at it, there's like a lot of causal factors as to why I was single for nine years. But one of the ones it's like, uh, the question so like what are we doing I, re I remember I'd get that I'd be like so what do we do what do you mean what are we doing we're loving each other yeah I know but like so what's what's the next what's next what's next it's like what do you mean what's next I don't know let's find out when what's next and I guess 
for a woman like with their biological clock that's what it comes down to but here's the 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 differentiation for a woman if you can contemplate this in a meditation i'd be, be grateful for that but unattached if you do or if you don't um is that like if you need something from this guy to do something are you with the right guy mm. it should be like collaborative it should be like exciting together this is your big so-called day you know but it's going to pass you know this big day is going to pass whether you become really well off or you win the lottery or you lose a lot of money it's going to pass it's going to be another day you should look at the moon and the sun and see how many cycles there are in your lifetime so each day will come and it will pass now i'm not saying is this like a depressing thing no look at nature's laws look at what's happening in our universe and know and start bringing that awareness like things are in cycles and if you become aware of that at least at what i've done and what it's helped with me is that it sees things out a bigger picture and allow me more peace is so to speak is what i'm bringing in here so if you're needing this guy to do something which is just not going to work you're putting pressure on someone that you know maybe he was thinking about it maybe he wasn't but shouldn't this be spontaneous mm -hmm. so now it's like you're asking them to do something you want and what do we know about women they love spontaneity and then we're talking about your big moment so you're trying to force this big moment to happen well maybe you're not with the right guy because the right guy was going to do it at the right time you know he's going to do it when he's ready so now you force this moment and then you have this day and he's kind of like loosening his tie right before he sees you and like gulping being like shit am i should i be doing this and then a year later he's out the, he's out he's out of there mm -hmm. he, or, or it doesn't work and then you're frustrated because you forced him to do it and he didn't want to do it but like maybe if it was just cooled off and brought like a couple months later it would have been what he wanted and yeah, then, and I'm, I'm, and then there's a girl's version of that as well too. And I, I always just try to speak from the guy's version, you know. Yeah, of course, and I think it's important, like, um, for us women as well to to note that, like, that that pressure, like Matt said, that pressure on a man is just gonna push him further away, like because we start to really box him in. Um, I want you to do this. I want you to do this, and it becomes like a really masculine trait. Like, oh, this is what I need. Whereas, if you can actually just relax into the feminine and just be more at ease, then the the man, if he feels called, is more likely to propose. If that's something that you've both already talked about and and want. And I think it's also really important to mention, like, if you're a man listening to this and you've had this pressure from a woman and and you're feeling this pressure but you you're not sure like you don't know whether you want to marry this woman or not please don't please please at least give it some thought don't just say yes i will because it's gonna like make you feel better and it'll stop you crying or it'll stop me it'll stop you having to go at me or getting on my back because for the long run like matt said it's just it's very unlikely that it's gonna work and the, the, for the woman like it might be down to tradition you know it, it might be it might be that it's so inbuilt within her that marriage is so important and it's such a massive value and it's a key component of her life that she feels like she needs to be married to somebody and if you can't offer that and you can't give that to her as a man then you have to be willing to walk away from that and and allow another man to step into that role and that's perfectly okay, but you're doing yourself a disservice and the woman a disservice if you're just saying, yeah, okay, I'll just do whatever you want. 
Because in the long run, neither of you are going to feel, feel fulfilled and feel happy. And something that I learned yesterday from another relationship coach, which I think is just so beautiful, and it's just, it comes from the, the same realm of thought that Goldie Horn was saying. Him and his partner, like, on a monthly basis, they actually sit down and they consciously have a conversation about their relationship. And within it, they affirm to each other that they still choose each other. And I just thought, like, I actually got goosebumps. I'm such a lover so like hearing that that they get to choose each other at every moment in their life I just think so beautiful and it's something that actually I want us to start incorporating into our practice in our life you know that we're just affirming to each other that this is a choice and I choose to be with you because we can get into relationships and we can be like oh like why am I still with this person or why am I doing this and why and it actually allows you to really reflect on the reasons why you're together and that you do have a choice yeah, that's cool. I thought that that was a good idea when you brought that up. Yeah, something to definitely uh, bring into the practice. So yeah, a big one today. And I'm sure, like we said earlier, I'm sure this has triggered a lot of people. So if you've made it to the end, thank you so much. And like we say, we're not against marriage. We're not against people getting married. It's just, you know, another, another thought to have. Like, where does this come from? And why am I marrying this person? So with that being said... We share our peace and we share our love and we'll be back soon for another episode of Growing Growing Into Love. Love.